Welcome to the Leaders Lead, Leaders Read podcast, where we share examples of leadership through book reviews and some interviews. I am Dr. Shantae Scroggins, your guide to the lessons on leadership found in biographies, textbooks, fiction books, faith-based books, and more. Hello, leaders. Welcome to this episode of Leaders Lead, Leaders Read. I am your host, Dr. Shantae Scroggins, and I'm so excited about this book. Season two is going to be amazing. We are kicking off with Failing Up. Subtitle, How to Take Risks, Aim Higher, and Never Stop Learning. And the author is one of my favorite voices, Leslie Odom Jr. Some of you may know him from Hamilton fame. Some of you may also know him from his musical works. If you haven't checked him out, I encourage you to do so. So Leslie Odom Jr., this is a book that is pretty much autobiographical. He dedicates it to his teachers, and there are nine chapters with a prologue and an epilogue. And this book can be helpful for anyone in leadership, but especially if you are an entrepreneur, you might get tons of nuggets from this book. So let me go through these chapters and then I'll pull out a few excerpts and just kind of tell you how it hit me between the eyes. So the prologue is called Take Me to the World. Chapter one, The Mentor. Chapter two, The Big Break. Chapter three, What You Own. Chapter four, Hollywood or the Token. Chapter five, Permission to Fail. Chapter six, The Turnaround. Chapter seven, Hamilton, Act One, Our Town. Chapter eight, Hamilton, Act Two, The New American Dream. Chapter nine, Permission to Prosper. And the epilogue, Seriously. So let's get started. In the prologue, he kind of picks up at his life when he finished high school and begins college and gives us a great kind of intro to the people who were influences in his life. And he asks a question that starts you off reading this book in in a reflective mode. In what ways did you take charge of your creative life today? Did you read anything? Did you write anything? Did you take a class? Did you practice? What step forward did you take for yourself today in the absence of a ringing phone? So from the beginning of the book, there is a sense of responsibility in playing a role in our own future in crafting, if you will, designing the life of our dreams. We move on to the next chapter, and here's a wonderful passage. He says, the work you put in when no one is watching will matter far more than the work you do when the cameras are rolling. The private hours of hard work you dedicate in the dark will be their own testament when you're finally standing in your light. So, Entrepreneurs, leaders, team leads, supervisors, anyone who's making a big plan with other people involved, please keep this in mind. A lot of us do most of our work in obscurity. 
there is the Malcolm Gladwell tipping point that happens for a few. And suddenly people and ideas become phenomenons. But when you interview these people, they'll say, oh, well, I was working on this for years. Or this has been with me, this idea. I've been plotting away at it since college. You know, so I want this you to see the encouragement and the empowerment in this book. If you are still planning away in obscurity, keep planning because there is a day when light will hit our work. That segues Leslie Odom Jr. into one of the themes of this book, which is belief or faith. It is the idea that you have to believe in you and your value and the value of your idea or what you bring to the table more than anyone else. We aren't convincing unless that translates in our approach or appeal for partnerships. He says in the next chapter, I would challenge you to think of your big break as an inside job instead of something that you'll find externally. The external world will eventually mirror what you begin on the inside of yourself today. So this is a great, great book that kindly stretches us and kindly challenges us to look at what we're doing about what we say we want to produce. And you don't have to be a singer. You don't have to be an actor. You don't really have to be a creative to pull anything from this book. There are wonderful nuggets that we can learn from the life and career in the early days of Leslie Odom Jr. He says about his process, I learned to say no, and it'll be as valuable in your eyes, maybe even more so. It was an object lesson in empowerment that has stayed with me always. There is a freeing power of an honest no. It's the yang to yes's yin. Balance, as always, is key. So he spent some time talking about learning value and being able to say no. And if I can, in this book review, cross-reference to a previous book review on essentialism, that's a big staple from Greg McKinn that we should learn to say yes only to what is essential and learn to say no to everything else. Then he moves into giving himself permission to fail his words spectacularly. <laughs> he said, I, I made plenty of mistakes in school, but I wish the environment had encouraged and provided more room for failure. My training hadn't included any focus on audacity. Nothing in my training encouraged or spoke to the value of taking real risks. So I wasn't in the practice of taking any. I can say amen right there. How about you? We have to take the risk. We have to learn lessons from failure, getting over that hump of being afraid to fail. And if you are a leader of a team, a leader of people, then we have to build in room for failure. That means not setting people up for failure, but allowing people the chance to lead. And if they fail, showing them how to grow from it. That is definitely an aspect of character building that I think we can add to leadership. We tend to paint leadership as this 
rosy type of experience where the leader always makes sure you do well. And we, we talk about growth and becoming better as the result of having a good leader. But I don't know that we mentally connect with what that means. That means building in room for failure. And Leslie Odom Jr. says that there was a freedom that came when he was willing to fail. He says, the ceiling I had built for myself was broken that night. And the only reason I ever look back is to say, thank God. In my willingness to fail, I flew instead. So what if we fail and fly, fail and soar? Maybe the lesson we are looking to learn is on the other side of a failure. So the book goes on and he talks about the permission to fail as well as the permission to prosper. He does give us both sides of that coin, which I think is awesome. He says, giving yourself permission to prosper will also challenge you to know your worth, especially when negotiating on your own behalf and asking for what is fair. Permission to prosper also asks you to define what success looks like to you. It looks different to each of us. The more clearly defined, the easier it will be to recognize when it shows up. Hello. It's it's almost like this failing up is this little book of all we've ever wanted to know. <laughs> there's a there's some validation in here of what I am convinced are the thoughts of many of us. So I hope you'll take some time and read it. It is 194 pages in a five by eight type of book. Not a very long read. I think you'll get a lot out of it. The last thing is he makes a statement about patterns. We all have patterns we repeat. Learn to recognize your patterns early. Maturation is only learning to spot these patterns and having the self-discipline to make the different decisions once you do. Practice will make the process faster. So building in humanity, building in failure, and then breaking through barriers of fear and limitation. And he makes another statement in the book that when he realized that coming to the table or being brought in the room or brought to a table might be a little more difficult. He chose to create his own table, his own style, his own thumbprint. And that's the benefit of leadership. We have so many different kinds of leadership that are written about, talked about, that we really have an opportunity to design something unique, something that can reach the people we are called to serve. So I hope you'll take the leap and read about risk and risk-taking and failing up by Leslie Odom Jr. Until next time, lead well, read well. Leaders, they lead, oh, leaders, they read, oh, leaders, they lead and they read. 
The principal sponsor for the Leaders Lead, Leaders Read podcast is the Center for Legacy Driven Leadership, a company focused on preparing emerging leaders. The Center for Legacy Driven Leadership offers curriculum development, leader training and development, along with knowledge sharing events. The Center for Legacy Driven Leadership, ever preparing to pass the torch.